0: Episode
1: 51 of the FL
0: Amateurs of Oz podcast back on deck this week. Is Damo Howie, mate?
1: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Good to be back.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It was a nice little break that we had and um, obviously it was a force break as I had work and um, you were busy um, getting a tan on the beach or something in Melbourne. That's what you do down <laughs> there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, every third day though. Every third day, so you know, uh, you know, we we've got two two days of sunshine and then one day of rain. So uh, yeah, get, we'll get it in while we can.
0: Nah, sounds like Melbourne. Sixty different <laughs> weather changes in about three days. So
1: sometimes um, in day, we might but... introduce
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might introduce our guest tonight as well. We've got Tommy, also known as uh, F e. L Rue. How
2: are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. You happy New Year?
0: Yes, yeah, so you too. It has been a while. We've been trying to get you on the pod. I know we spoke um, before the new year and said um, we'll have to get you on, and obviously both our schedules have been quite busy. But yeah, now it's worked out this week that we're both free, so we had to get you on, mate.
2: Yeah, cheers. No, appreciate it. No, I've been um, yeah looking to come on for a while, but yeah, no, it's good to finally be on. And what what a great week as well. A North London derby, a double for Spurs. So yeah, it should be good.
0: Mate, life is good in the Spurs side of London, and also, mate, we just say you'll be king of the podcast tonight because you are the highest ranked out of us three, so enjoy it, mate, and Damo, mate, I'm coming for you, so.
1: Yeah, it's still a point in front, still a point in front. Oh, I, I think I'll be, <laughs> I'm safe this week, but uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure about next week, we'll see where we go. Yeah,
0: no, that's why I got Tommy on the podcast, I had to have someone that <laughs> would put you back in your place, mate.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So there's only a, well, point, might get... a point between
1: you. At
0: the yeah, moment, no, yeah, no, there is. So, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what the margin was. It you were up by about eighty points um, four or five weeks ago, and um, oh, yeah. you know
1: who, who who looks that far back? Who looks that far back? You know, it's, it's
0: <laughs> you, the you, <laughs> You're a sitting duck, mate. You're a sitting duck, and I'm about to eat you. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. We might get into how our week's gone so far, because it is still the one game left in the round, but. At the moment, I'm sitting on at 54 points with, I think i got Sterling, who's got one and a half hamstring, so he's a 50-50 on whether he'll play on Friday, and now I've got Kepa and Kukurea, so I've had a nice couple of rank boosts the last few weeks, so I think maybe five weeks ago, I was sitting at about 5.2 million, and now I'm on a 200k green arrow up to about 2.7 million, so not too far behind you, Damo, but... For me, it's been a pretty good week and a pretty good sort of start to the reboot. So hopefully, um, you know, we can get a clean sheet for Chelsea on Friday and, you know, I'm going to look like a, you know, I, look like I know what I'm doing, so I should have a decent score. But how did you go, Demo?
1: Yeah, so I, I am on 58 uh, or 54 at the moment because I took a a minus four. So uh, 58 with a minus four. I've got uh, Kepa to come, so... Uh, you know, we're, Kepa's going to, uh, Chelsea's going to get the clean sheet. Uh, Fulham will get a couple of penalties. Kepa will save them and, you know, score 20 points. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we'll, we'll be good there. Uh, I've got, um, also I've got uh, Andreas and, oh, I'd say Mitrovic, but uh, he went and got himself suspended. So uh, that's no good. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so I've got um, uh, and Andreas to come as well and, yeah, so my captaincy is pretty much dead. Uh, yeah, so, look, not too bad at the moment. I'm not not too bad. I'm pretty happy with my with my side at the moment and, you know, moving forward sort of thing, looking at the doubles this week as well. So um, I think yeah. I'm well placed at the moment. And uh, where are we? I am up to 2.6 million, uh, 200 rank rise. So I think I think if I'm not mistaken there's a point difference between us but I think there's about a 100,000 a places between us so um that's how sort of close um it is at the moment in, in that sort of realm of the table
0: Yeah no exactly I think I'm only about 42 points from the top 200k mm. So like it's yeah it's pretty close to be honest but yeah. um we've got a fellow metro owner on the podcast as well Tommy how did your week go mate
2: Oh, don't remind me. Um, so, yeah, pretty bad. Um, so, 47 points with Andreas still to play. Um, but I did bring in Mitro last week and I took out Harry Kane. Ah, um, oh, no. So, I'm a terrible Spurs fan. Um, I'm a terrible FPL manager. And, yeah, so but I would have captain in Haaland. So, I kind of gained six points on the captaincy, but, yeah, I lost 16 points from Harry Kane. Ouch. And, um, yeah, so, so it's horrible. And, and it's, it's kind of hard seeing your team win 4-0 and you know you could have had them points and, and you yeah, you didn't. You threw it away. <laughs> no, nah, definitely.
0: Um... Well, speaking of um, teams, mate, at <laughs> least you got the win, so there's a, a bit of upside there.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I actually, I actually said before... Um, before the game, oh, at least if Hurricane scores a brace, I'll be happy because we'll win the game. And um, yeah, that's exactly what he did. And I thought it'd be win-win, but it was more—it was more like lose, lose, lose. Almost. <laughs> um,
0: so you technically yes, it, weren't too happy.
2: <laughs> no, nah. it's hard to say, but I wasn't—I wasn't happy, especially that assist. I was like, that definitely hit the defender. You can't give him the assist for that. Um, <laughs> It's but yeah.
0: it's so funny um, though when you're when you're on the good side and the bad side, like one week, you know, I'm on the bad side, I'm like, oh that's bullshit. And then when I'm on
2: the good side, I'm like, nah, hundred yeah. percent it's an assist. <laughs> so it's yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the ranks, uh-huh. the rank's still okay, six hundred and twenty-nine thousand.
0: Um, mate, killing it, which I've is is four, a good rank you know, at this it's...
2: stage as well. Yeah. Do you how okay. many of your chips Two do you have left? Um all of them. Um, yeah, but my rank is still um, six hundred twenty-nine thousand, so pretty happy with that. Even though I've had I had three green arrows in a, on a row, um, but I've been about from four hundred to six hundred all season. So yeah, just not going up, not going down, really.
0: Well, at least before your chips are in place, there you you're probably in a pretty good position because I think a lot of the people at the top of the, the rankings at the moment have used their triple captainship. I think I've seen a couple of bench boosts as well. So I think you are in a good position to strike. And, you know, I've proven the last few weeks that you can be in the depths of 5 million plus and with uh, <laughs> a couple of good weeks, you can move up the rank. So I think you're in a good
2: position. Yeah. No, hopefully um, these double game weeks sort me out with a few green
0: arrows. No, hundred percent. Well, we might talk about our teams how they went. Uh, Manchester United. I'm flying high at the moment. We just look like peak Barcelona at the moment. We're killing it. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been it's been a while, so um, you know, I've I still watch our games, uh, whether we lose or win. But it's been uh, nice watching our games, watching Rashford just absolutely tear teams apart. So for me, I thought they played really good. Um, I thought Bournemouth did have some decent chances there. We're probably lucky that we didn't concede, but um, I thought that we probably could have scored another two or three goals as well. So I thought that Martial was probably a bit quiet, um, but he did miss a big chance. So, you know, people that do own Martial probably feel a little bit hard done by because he probably should have finished that chance. But, you know, people who had Rashford, he just looked so good, looked like he was pretty much going to score every time he touched the ball. So, for me, I think the biggest difference is Casemiro in the middle there. He's looked really good with Ericsson. And then obviously Luke Shaw's just reincarnated into the Luke Shaw from about two seasons ago. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy we're at at the moment. And, you know, we're in good form heading into this weekend's derby, which in that previous... Um, I guess seasons we haven't been playing great football, and you know we got our got our backside smashed by Man City. So I'm a little bit optimistic heading into this weekend. But you know, speaking of um, you know downers. Um, Damo, how did West Ham go on the weekend, mate?
1: Uh ha ha ha. Um, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, obviously not great. Um, oh, we, we we look, we we drew against Leeds, but um, look, in my opinion, we should have won. Um, the, I uh, forget with, well, who the Leeds player was, um, that should have got a red card, if, uh, give us two seconds, I've got it written down here somewhere, but, um, yeah, there was a, oh, I think it was, uh, some, uh, Somerville, sorry, Somerville, so he was pretty fortunate not to be given red card for, uh, the high challenge on, um, Sufal, which, uh, forced our, forced our defender off, so with a bit of a gash below his knee. So, um, yeah, look, we're not playing well at the moment uh, overall. Like, we're just – we're a bit sixes and sixes and sevens at the moment. Um, Positives-wise, uh, I think Paquette has sort of nailed down that sort of uh, – the penalties now. Uh, it's something that we've sort of struggled this season with having a, a dedicated penalty taker. I know, um, you know, Rice has missed a few and uh, a couple of others that, uh, uh, you know, have stepped up and taken a chance but uh, couldn't nail it. Uh, But, yeah, so, like, if he can sort of be our dedicated um, penalty taker and take him with confidence, you know, you you would, um, you know, take that as a win. Um, It was good to see Skamaka score a a goal as well. Um, I know, you know... It looks like they uh, He's sort of starting to um, settle to the um, the English way of uh, playing in terms of the EPL. But um, but yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm hoping for uh, a couple of wins, you know, relatively soon, um, to sort of steer us out of that little bit of. Um, uh, we're not, I don't believe we're in the relegation zone. Uh, oh, then we're not in the relegation zone just yet, but I think we're only a point off it. So, um, yeah, yeah, pretty we, much um,
0: you're you, like West Ham is you, and the relegation zone is me. So, only one point, mate.
1: <laughs> 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 um, better, better keep the pod, the pod PG because I was about to say something to you. But uh, look. Uh, n- <laughs> This week, this week is a. If there's any, anything, if there's anything like a six point game, it's this week. Uh, we play we play Wolves away, um, and knowing you know where Wolves are on the table as well, uh, it's basically a must win game for us. You know, if if we lose, we're basically in the relegation zone. So Wolves is sitting below us at the moment. Um, they're a point be- below us uh, on a far worse percent- uh, sorry, percentage, sorry, um, a goal difference than us. But, uh, but yeah, if they uh, do take the chocolates, then we're pretty much in the relegation zone. And, yeah, I just don't know if we're going to be able to get out of it. I actually think uh, we might even, funnily enough, um, win the Europa League and, oh, no, Europa League, the Europa Conference League and, and get relegated. So it'll be... Um, I think you should be right. I just have a feeling <laughs> that if it starts to get worse, that Moyes is probably going to go. Well, Is that, that how you feel? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, in my opinion, he probably should have gone before the World Cup. But, again, that's my opinion sort of thing. Um, we should have got someone new, uh, had pretty much a pre-season uh, with... Uh, with the team, and then, you know, take off the take off with the second half. But, uh, but yeah, we ended up um, keeping Moyes for whatever reason, and, yeah, he just, just hasn't turned the ship around just yet. So um, it's like, as I said, we, you know, we've got Wolves this week. We've got Everton week after. Uh, and then just trying to see who we've got the week after that. We've got – then you've got Newcastle. So these next two – these next two games are pretty much must-win games. Um, yeah, because then we've got Newcastle, Chelsea, who aren't gone great themselves, but um, and then Spurs, actually. So three tough games um, after the, the next two. So it's basically must be six points, uh, six points minimum. It can't be anything else, anything else, and we are in massive trouble.
0: No, definitely. And, you know, as much as I like the demise of um West Ham, I still think he's going to make it uh to safety, probably a bit of mid-table finish maybe around that, you know, 12th to 10th place maybe at best. But, mm. yeah, I don't think you have to worry. But, you know, speaking of, um you know, good teams, uh, Spurs, we've got Tommy here, mate. What were your takeaways from your game on the weekend? Well, I
2: don't know about a good team, Um Maybe a good team for the second half of the game. Um, it's just the same, the same as normal, really. Um, terrible set first half, like some of the worst, like the worst football you'll ever see. This is for, this is the same for every game in the last 11, 11 games. You could say exactly the same. Terrible first half, second half come out looking like a Champions League team, um, and it was exactly the same against Palace. Um, as like if you look on Spurs Twitter, the first half it was same so again. Um, thinking it should Conte kind of go. What like have we had enough And then second half to come out yeah. and score four goals is just exactly what we needed really. Um, but it's yeah, it's good for Kane to to get a couple. Good for Son to get a goal as well, even though his performance wasn't there. Um it was just, yeah, happy for him to get on the score sheet because that's the first game he scored where he started all season because the other game was a hat-trick coming off the bench against Leicester. So, yeah, good for him yeah. to get on the score sheet. Good for the defence to get a clean sheet as well. And um, Perisic picking up an assist and, and Doherty getting a goal. Um, I think we're starting to get more players back as well now. So Basuma and Kulisiewski are yeah. back training. So, hopefully, we can, because we have had a lot of injuries. So, hopefully, we can um, put a solid team together and, and actually start winning. Yeah,
0: because I, I think Pesuma is a bit of a miss for you guys. I think, like last season, he was really good. So, I think he could be a key player that's coming back that might help, I guess, uh, make that midfielder, uh, midfielder a bit stronger. And which will have yeah. maybe released the, the duties of Son a little bit because he seems like he's playing a bit more defensive instead of you know overlapping Kane like he did last season.
2: Yeah, I think he's I think he's kind of got I don't want to say too big for his boots, but it kind of thinks he's a good player now, so he wants to come maybe come short a bit more, um, kind of collect the ball, maybe take on a few players. Whereas before he was like running in behind, um, taking shots from outside the box. And I guess it's all just a confidence in, but we definitely miss Benton Cole as well, who we haven't had since yeah. the World Cup. Um, he's a massive miss. And so is Kulisewski as well. Brian Hill has done okay. But, um, yeah, Kulisewski is our probably only creative player, um, apart yeah. from Kane, really. So, yeah, big miss. But hopefully hopefully we can get a result um, in the North London derby. No,
0: definitely. Do you think with Son, it's more the reversal of Batman and Bruce Wayne? So he's got his mask on. He's lost all his powers. But if he takes his mask Ooh. off, he returns to
2: the mighty
0: powerful Son. <laughs> it's a bit of an observation well, I, I'm looking at.
2: I've heard that's what that's <laughs> what he's come out with. He said that he can't see the goal. I don't know if this is lies, but this is what I've heard. He said that he can't see the goal because of his mask. But he's, yep. his performances were bad before the mask, so... <laughs> even, even last season, even last season, a lot of Spurs fans would tell you that, like, Sun kind of goes through patches. But it's just last yeah. season, like first half of last season, he wasn't. He was scoring goals, but his performances weren't there. Um, and then yeah. it's obviously second half of the season, he was incredible. Um, and just yeah, hope he can, he can get it back because we've seen kind of too many players that, should, that that kind of have a good season or like like Delhi Ali just fell off, fell off a cliff with. Yeah with his um hopefully and it's not the same for some
0: and drowned in the bottom of the ocean
2: and kept going <laughs> uh, <laughs> i still sometimes think about him like how how has he gone from the 50 million player to being returned by basic tasks to online like it's just, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense um, yeah it's but, yeah.
0: crazy uh, i think um, our our friend of the pod, Matt Day, he, sh- uh, he said the similar things as well. He said it's just crazy. Yeah. But we might get into a couple of talking points before we get into the game. So we've got the double game week, um, first one of the season coming up. Oh, sorry, second one of the season. Um, we've got Man City has the double against Man United and Spurs. And then we've got Man United with Man City and Crystal Palace. And then we've got Spurs. That has Arsenal and Man City. What are your thoughts on the doubles? Do you think that they're terrible doubles, or do you can you see some upside in some of these doubles?
1: So for me, sorry, it's Look, I, um, in all honesty, in terms of the uh, the doubles, I'm quite um, intrigued about the Man City doubles. In terms of uh, potentially captaining, triple captaining Erling Haaland, because I don't think I don't think it's matter of a matter of um, if we triple captain Haaland, it's a matter of when. So um, the way that he's played this season, the the, the amount of points that he's um, uh, basically gotten so far, uh, realistically, you know, do we do we use our chip? in double game week 20 or 23 or, you know, potentially another d- double game week in the future. But, um, you know, looking looking at double game week 20, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. Um, but, you know, he's shown that he can score pretty much against any, anyone except Liverpool. So, um, yeah, so at the moment, you know, I do like the looks of the double game week 23 potentially um, as a – uh, triple captain, uh, triple captain, um playing Villa, and um, in an uh, an Arsenal game, which you know will be tough, but uh, you know I can see goals in that game. Yeah. Um, I know Bing, uh, uh, If um, I, you know, if, as most of us do, you know, follow Ben krellen on, on on Twitter because he's the man in terms of the doubles. Um, you know, he's yeah. talked about potential doubles for Man City in game week 26, you know, in 29, uh, 29 34 and 37 as well. So, um, yeah, and there's some, there are some tasty fixtures, you know, further down track. You know, the game week 34 one, potentially it's uh, Fulham Fulham and Bournemouth or Fulham and West Ham or Fulham and Brighton. So, you know, potentially yep. that game could be huge if you've still got your triple captaincy chip. But, um, but yeah, look... Uh, you know, whether whether we play it now or we play it later, um, it's definitely something, uh, a talking point for this week because um, I, I'd have to say, you know, a few people might just play it this week.
0: Yeah. No, I've seen a little bit on Twitter. What are your thoughts on it, Tommy? Do you rate these Double Game Week fixtures? Would you, I guess, consider using any chips or do you think that they're sort of a little bit hit and miss?
2: Um. It's a difficult one because they do look like tough games on paper, but at the same time, I don't really fancy any clean sheets. Um, so that that surely means that I think there will be goals. Um, but I feel like there's, there's going to be better ones down the line. Um, on the other hand, I'm kind of contradicting myself now, but on the other hand, you know Haaland's going to start these two games because they're big games, whereas if they do yeah. have, say, Fulham and Bournemouth, um, you never know. There might be a Champions League game. Um, I, I doubt it, but the league might be wrapped up. Um, it's just other things that we don't know. Haaland could get an injury. Um, yeah. So things like that, you, you don't really know. But for me, I, I think we got to be looking at better better fixtures than, than um, United away and Spurs at home, especially as City haven't been... On fire recently. They've been they've been okay, good, but they haven't been like the city that we know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely think it's we're better off waiting. In terms of other chips, not just triple captain, um, bench boost could be okay if if again if you have the players. Um, I've actually been looking at bench boost for twenty three because um, Fulham have. I'm pretty sure Fulham have Nottingham Forest. Double check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Fulham have sure Nottingham not- Forest. Forest. Um, so a lot of our our bench players will be like Andreas, maybe even Mitchell Rich, depending on how teams are set up. So I feel like yeah. that could be a good, good one for bench boost. But this week, um, yeah, I don't feel like any chips should be used.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Sort of, I'm, I'm similar. I think um, when it comes to bench boost, it's such a uh, an awkward chip because you can plan for it, and then like myself last season, I planned for it, and then I think I had Rashford who got rested the second game, so it pretty much was a single game week for him, and I think another player got rested as well. So sometimes it's hard to say when to use it because the perfect time to use it sometimes doesn't work out, but I think, yeah, the triple captaincy, I think even United, there's talks that they're going to have another decent uh, double game week coming up as well. That's going to have like a Crystal Palace and another side that – I think it might be Crystal Palace and Leeds or something. I'd have to double check, but, you know, that's a pretty tasty uh, double game week there for people that own Rashford and stuff like that. So I think there's going to be better weeks to use that triple captaincy chip, but definitely if you do – Feel like using it, and you, you want to back yourself. I feel like that's the best way to go because you'll probably be disappointed if you don't back yourself, and then it turns out to be a massive yeah. week for people like uh, Harland and Rashford, or you know whoever you're looking at to triple captain. But we might get into the game. So the first fixture of the week is Aston Villa at home to Leeds United. Um, this game could be interesting. I think there's going to be goals in this game. I'm sort of going to go with a two or draw. I think a couple of players to look at. I like the the look of this. uh, Genonto, I think his name is. I'm not great with uh, name pronunciations, as Damo's alluded to on previous Mm -hmm. podcast episodes, but he's looked really good, classy on the ball. He got a goal um, on the weekend to score. So I think he's uh, two goals um, in his return from the World Cup break. So he's looked really good Um, in terms of... Aston Villa, um, Watkins. But then again, Ings played pretty good on the weekend. So I'm not sure whether there's going to be a bit of a rotation issue with those two. So I probably wouldn't be going for Watkins just yet. Just maybe wait this week to see what the go is of Ings, whether they're going to play two up top or whether Ings is going to get the start and Watkins is going to be on the bench. So probably one to look at for me. But, yeah, I can see this being a you know a score draw for me. What are your predictions, Dana?
1: Yeah, so uh yeah, for me I think um I think you're right in terms of the score draw. Um I'm gonna go, you know, one one or maybe even two two. Well let's go one one. Um I think it'll be a one all draw. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know. Um in terms of um Villa, uh definitely Watkins um as a as a differential forward uh for uh at, at least the next three games, um, you know, game week twenty to twenty two. Um, he's had two, t- two attack in attacking turns in the last three matches, so he's definitely one that um, could uh, get something out of this game here um, and um, within, with the next couple of games as well. Um, in terms of leads, uh, you really can't um, look past Rodrigo, uh, 6.3 million. He's one to consider again, back from injury, back in form. Um, it would be west Ham to put him put him back in form, but he's uh back in form uh <laughs> ten ten goals this season um can't be overlooked um he's you know there's some good fixtures for Leeds uh from game week uh, eighteen through to game week twenty five and he's basically the key man for Leeds so um if there's anyone you're going to go for um at leeds it's uh probably rodrigo
0: yeah no definitely and Aston Villa have had the wood on Leeds in his fixture the last three times so Two wins um, for Aston Villa in a draw the last three games. So, you know, it's probably looking towards Aston Villa, you know, getting the win here, but Leeds have looked good also. What are your predictions in this game, Tommy? Do you
2: like anyone from either of these sides? I'd, I'd go um, Rodrigo as well. So he's been, he's been on fire this season. I feel like we don't really think about him unless Bamford is injured. Um, but, yeah, he scored 10 goals, um, the highest scoring midfielder, in the whole of the league. And yeah, I do I do fancy him as a good option. And Leeds do have good fixtures as well. Um yeah. like um Damo said, until going with twenty five. Um, but in this game I do fancy a one all one all draw. Um and also gone for for Luca Dean as a pick for Villa, even though they won't I don't fancy them to keep a clean sheet in this game they do have Leeds, Southampton and Leicester in the next three. Mm-hmm. And although they haven't yeah. been that that good defensively since Henry's come, um, his he, his teams are always solid. So I feel like it's just about um, time and he'll get he'll get them clean sheets and make them a tough team to beat. So yeah, probably um, Rodrigo or if you're looking for a defensive option for the next three, maybe Luca Dean.
0: Yeah, no, definitely Luca Dean actually has looked pretty good since the restart. So I like that shout and obviously Cash probably not his uh... Not looking his best self at the moment, but, you know, I think it's just the, trying to get over the fact that Gerard, um pretty much benched him. <laughs> so um, we'll see how it goes in the, the upcoming weeks. But we'll get into our next fixture. Um We've got the Manchester derby, Manchester United at home to Manchester City. I think this game is going to produce goals. I do own Shaw, but, you know, I'm not banking on a clean sheet this game. I'm going to back uh, my United. I think we're going to win 2-1 but it could easily be 3-2 this game. I think there's going to be goals. And for me, I think the pick is obviously Rashford, but Martial, in my opinion, has a decent record against Manchester City. So a lot of people argue that when they when he played them last time that they did sort of make a few subs and they had a weaker side on the field. But he did come off the bench and score two goals. And looking at the history of this fixture, you know, his, his last... Five games versus City, he has four goals, so definitely has a decent record against City. Um, he was a little bit underwhelming last week, but I think this week he's going to rise to the occasion, and Rashford, you know, is un- in unbelievable form at the moment. So since the restart, uh, the six games, Rashford's had seven goals, two assists, eight chances created, and 17 shots, and two of those six appearances have been off the bench with an average of 35 minutes. So he's just on another level at the moment. I think there was a stat saying that he's the most informed um, striker slash midfielder at the moment um, in all of the big leagues. So he's got the most amount of goals um, currently since the restart from the World Cup. So for me, it makes me a little bit optimistic heading into this fixture compared to last season where I sort of didn't expect too much because we weren't playing great. But, you know, A bit of a sneaky shout is Casemiro as well. So he's had five games since the restart, 10 chances created, so an average of two chances per game he's created. And he's got a goal and two assists as well. So, you know, he's just... Him and Rashford are on the same page. They seem to get each other and whenever Rashford makes his runs, Casemiro always puts the ball where he needs it to go. So for me, I think he could be a nice sneaky shout for people looking at a bit of a differential. But, you know, the two picks for me this week is Martial and Rashford. And I definitely think Rashford's a a captaincy option this week. I know a lot of people will look at the Man City game and think that, you know, there's probably not a chance that he's going to score well. But even if he gets one goal, he's then got a second fixture against Crystal Palace. So... You know, I think there's a bit of upside there. Um, what are your thoughts, Demo? Who do you like from this game?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go draw. I'm going to go 2 all um, in this game. and uh, But uh, I honestly think Man City are really going to be pushing for the win, um, given that uh, they're starting to sort of fall away uh, behind, trail behind Arsenal for the title. So you sort of have to factor that in as well. Um, you know, we, we don't want the... Uh, The North Londoners to get uh, too far ahead at the moment. So. And I'm, I'm sure uh, Tommy will uh, attest to that as well. Um, yeah. Look, in terms of Man City, um, you know, KDB, Haaland, Cancella were all rested against Chelsea in the FA Cup. So you can expect KDB to start both games. Um, you know, other than Haaland, is probably a sneaky um, captaincy ch- uh, shout Uh his uh, he's, he's a t- assist potential um, especially uh, with the clinical Harland on the end of it um, uh, should be good I know he hasn't been you know, too great but uh but yeah i can see him sort of kicking off um in terms of you know like the your cheaper options um john stones um he's i think he's 2.3 percent owned uh 5.4 million um and he seems he's pretty nailed at the moment uh and he could be a pretty solid option um for the couple of ga- double game weeks that are coming up the next four game weeks um and he's uh been in some pretty decent form as well. Um, I will talk sort of on the flip side because you know um, Pep Roulette, um, Nathan, I think it's Ake. Um, he's only five million. Um, he's been picked by oh, he's uh, been picked by one percent of the team, so obviously not um, not a hell of a lot of managers. Uh, FPL managers have picked him at the moment, but um, yeah, like he's he's pretty cheap at five He's uh, been playing left back lately um and with his main position being left center back he's uh, more likely to get minutes ahead of um, ahead of others uh, and um, most importantly he's only been subbed once or on once so um there's a pretty low risk of him if he doesn't start coming on for you know a one pointer so um yeah so there's sort of the the two cheaper options, obviously, um, I'll probably lean more towards Stones than, um, than Ake. Um, but uh, for me, Maris might be a pretty good, uh, tasty option at 7.5. Um, three tacking returns in the last three matches. You know, each season, we do say... Um, he, he, <laughs> That's know, he, when he's
0: trying he, to be benched, mate, after he yeah, performs
1: well. Yeah, he... Um, <laughs> He he has had a great run of a great run where he can t- uh, keep scoring until he gets rotated again. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those things. Obviously, um, on the Man United side, you know, you've touched on uh, most of most of the players that I was going to say. Like obviously, um, uh, you, you touched on uh, Marshall and Shaw, so I'm not going to touch on them for a- again. And obviously Rashford as well. But um, but yeah, no, you are right in terms of Shaw. You know, he's um, uh there were you know like I sort of brought him in just before he sort of kicked off with all the points so it's great that I've actually picked up um uh, all his points so I think he's picked up 30 32 points over 3 game weeks so um three yeah. three clean sheets a goal and an eight bonus so um he's been a pretty monstrous BPS magnet so um uh, yeah, so like uh, similarly to, to Dallow, uh, who's another one, with, we haven't really talked about him, but it's all been all about Shaw at the moment. Um, uh, he can get an extra two, three points for every um, uh, extra just for every clean sheet. So he, um, uh, importantly with Shaw, he, he operates in the advanced areas on the left side. So he does pick up opportunities to get those um, assists as well.
0: Oh, and also speaking of Delo, he did go off this morning precautionary. Apparently, he's had a bit of a hamstring injury that he's been nursing since the World Cup. So people that are looking at Delo, if they can't afford Shaw, probably would just hold fire on that because he might not feature in either of the games if that injury's um, flared up. So definitely one to uh, take a look at. It. And, you know, damn, it's nice that you can, uh, you know, get some of your pettiness into a Man United and Man City um, <laughs> preview. So <laughs> always, always. I love it, mate. Yeah, I love it, mate. What are your thoughts, Tommy?
2: Um, yeah, I've actually gone for a 2-2 draw as well. Um, yeah, I think there'll be goals. I just, yeah. Um, and Rashford is, is my pick as well. Probably a bit boring, but I actually don't have him in my team. Um, that Mitrovic news at the beginning... Um, just after the World Cup, that is he fit, is he not fit, kind of messed up my whole team because um, I went Martial instead of Mitrovic. So that means I went Trossard instead of Rashford as I didn't want to double up on on United. Um, But yeah, um, Rashford is definitely on fire. um, Four attacking returns in his last three a couple goals in the League Cup, and uh, I think he got a goal in the FA Cup as well. Um, For City... I've gone. I actually gone for, even I think there's going to be goals, I've gone for Edison. Um, I actually went for Edison with my limited chances because I wasn't too sure on who to pick from a Man City defender. Um, I think Edison probably is, is the best one, so he did get a clean shoot and a couple bonus last time out. Um, I just think you're safe with Edison. I don't feel like he's going to get rested or, or dropped. Another player I like is, is Stones. I think he seems more well, seems as much as Pep Pep's teams can can seem, um, more nailed than any other defender. And he can play right back too, so it does give him another option. But in terms of um a lot of people have been talking about Rico Lewis. And um for three point nine million I think it's great getting a city defender in, but it does take up a slot. If you do want to get a third city somewhere else in your team, so for me, yeah. um, I'll probably leave leave Rico Lewis and and yeah, not get him in.
0: No, definitely. I feel I thought he's looked really good, so I'm not sure whether what's going to happen between him and Cancelo. Whether you know Cancelo is going to be benched both fixtures. I could see probably Cancelo starting against um, Man United, but maybe you know being benched the second game so there is a bit of confusion around obviously how they're
2: going to make up that back line yeah no but, um, definitely especially as like he's 3.9 million yeah so you, you can't really if that's all the money you've got you can't really go anywhere else and then it blocks off a whole a whole city spot for you so it is risky um, getting him in
0: I'd merely go, for the decision, I'd go, is it uh, Boino or Bierno from um, Wolves? If, you know, mm-hmm. I was picking between both because at least you know he's going to get you two points, whereas Lewis could, you know, play 20 minutes off the bench or he could start one fixture. You, you know, there's too much unknown. Um, we might get yeah. into our next fixture, which is Brighton and Liverpool. Um, Liverpool actually have the, the wood on this fixture, so... They have won. Um, got it here. So the last four games, um, Liverpool have got the the wood on Brighton, and there's been an average of three goals a game. Salah versus Brighton, the last six games got four assists and three goals. So you know he likes this fixture. So it'll be very interesting to see whether Liverpool can uh, turn things around after what I would say was a lacklustre performance against Brentford. For in patches they looked good, but. I thought that Brentford probably deserved that that win, probably could have won by a bit more as well. So I think Liverpool are going to try to turn around their run of form. I think this is a good game for Liverpool. I can see Liverpool winning this game 2-0 against Brighton. And I think a player for me to look at, I think Robertson. Um, we just saw how, how um, poor defensively Liverpool were when they had Simakas instead of Robertson on the field there. I think Robertson did have sort of a bit of a knock Um, but he came on in the second half and they looked a lot better when he was on there. So for me, I think he's a decent pickup this week. I could see them keeping a clean sheet. Um in terms of Brighton, um I I made a transfer this week. I got in a Fergalicious Ferguson um as a sort of placeholder for Edouard just because Edouard wasn't playing anyway. So Looking at um, Ferguson, he kind of reminds me, this might be a little bit far-fetched. You might fall off your seat, Tommy, but he kind of reminds me of Kane a little bit. Not that prolific fast <laughs> striker, but just great composure in front of goal, good airily. Um, he he does look good when he comes out and links the play as well. He ended up getting an assist um, in, in their game on the weekend. So for me, he's sort of... He looks like a a Kane-S type striker, like definitely not at the level of Kane. But for me, I think he might hold his place in that team. I think Welbeck's back this week, so maybe one to look at. But I definitely think um, at his price at 4.5, I think he's a nice sort of third option if you're not going three up top just to have on your bench. And, you know, they do have decent fixtures coming up, and I think they possibly have a double as well coming up. So... Definitely a play to look at and obviously McAllister, um, he he was sensational, scored an absolute worldie for goal for back heel. So definitely two options to look at from Brighton. But you know, if you are getting a Brighton asset, I'd probably wait till next week. Unless you're like me, who needed to make a move um, to get rid of Edward as he um, has been stinking up the joint. But for me, I think this is gonna be a nice win for Liverpool. What are your thoughts, Dammer? Who are you like from this match, mate?
1: Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's interesting. I'm actually going to go a, a draw, one all. Uh, Liverpool haven't really played well, um, and Brighton just come off uh, just come off a good win. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm whether it's a nil nil or one all uh, potentially, but I'm going to go a draw. Um, In terms of Brighton, the only one that I can sort other other than who you've mentioned, I do um, sort of throw it out there. I do like Solly March. Um, Should get taken off uh, earlier, more often. um, Two double-digit returns in games he doesn't play ninety. So um, you know, I don't uh, think that particular run will continue. But uh, just a fun fact. Um, Yeah,
0: but it'd be uh, interesting to see whether Moyes could just take off all of West Ham before 90 minutes in West Ham. So that does the trick. <laughs> ha,
1: ha, ha, ha. Rip, rip, rip it up, Wheatonham, while you can. Um, but yeah, look, in saying that, uh, Liverpool are capable of um, banging in goals and, um, If there's one man that you do um, bench at your peril this week, especially given uh, the double game week, and he's one that I definitely won't be benching because it has hurt me before in the past where he hasn't had a double and um, I've benched him and he ended up scoring a double due return. And that's um, Trent Alexander-Arnold. So um, I would say bench Trent at your peril. Um, he, you know, hasn't been great. Like, he, I think he got five points last week. But, um, but yep. yeah, he's he's a player that is capable of getting double-digit returns. Um, so he's one that uh, definitely I would be um, looking at to, uh, to bring in. I brought him in, I think, a couple of weeks ago, um, and he's been not too bad for me. Um, Sala's another one that if you've got him, you keep him and you, you play him. Uh, Darwin's an interesting one because... He's, uh, you know, his attacking coverage is quite good. He's, you know, underlying minutes are uh, quite good, but he's been very, very wasteful. As you, as you know, uh, we know uh, he misses really misses many big chances. Uh, needs a lot of chances to score. So he's sort of like the opposite of Haaland. You know, Haaland can have th- you know three or four touches for four goals. Um, Harlan could probably score four goals with three touches too. Just saying, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it seems like uh, Darwin needs about you know twenty touches for one goal. So um, he uh, so he can be really frustrating to own in FPL, but um, but he's definitely he's one that um, potentially could um, uh, get some returns as well. So yeah, look, I just think it's going to be an interesting game. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to put it down to a draw.
2: What are your thoughts, Tommy? I actually, I actually think Brighton are going to win this, game three-two. Um, nice, spicy, mate. Yeah, I think I like Brighton. I think they're a good team. Um, they've scored nine goals in their last three, which is, which is great. But as a Trossard owner, he hasn't played one. Uh, he's been taken off at fifty-nine <laughs> for one, and um, and he uh, blanked in the other. So not great. But <clears throat> I've gone for. Yeah, Brighton win. I've gone for Matoma at 4.9, two and two. Good, and I feel like him running at Liverpool's um, centre backs could be dangerous. Um, and I've also yeah. for Liverpool, I've gone, I've actually gone for for <laughs> Darwin Nunes. So I think I think people are <laughs> a bit too harsh on him. Um, yeah, okay, he's blanked. Well, he's got one assist in the last three. But in terms of his, like, goal record overall for the amount of games he's played, he's actually not doing, like, too bad. Um, and you want your player to get chances, and it's just, it's just about time um, before he starts to finish them, I think. Um, but left me saying it as, I've only owned him for one week, and that was the week before the World <laughs> Cup, where he scored two goals, yeah. so... I might be <laughs> a bit skewed with my opinion of him, but yeah, I think people are way too rash in selling in selling him. Um, you want your players to to be getting chances, and then surely about like he's not he's not a terrible player. He's gonna start finishing them.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I I think he's a quality player, but I think he lacks that sort of composure up top.
2: Yeah, so I think I think I'd, i obviously wouldn't be getting in. I won't be getting in any Liverpool assets, but if you have them, i will definitely keep. And I think this game has got goals in it. As a Salah owner, I'm pretty happy um, going into the game week with him, um, rather than yeah. transferring to De Bruyne, which I know a lot of people have done. So, yeah, I'd yeah. say yeah, keep your Liverpool assets. And, yeah, Darwin looks like a good shout, along with Matoma for this game.
0: No, I definitely like Matoma as well. He's been really good. We'll we get on to our next fixture, which is Wolves coming up against the bottom feeders of London in West Ham. Um, for me, I think this game could be a bit of a comeback for West Ham. I'm actually going to back West Ham to win this game. I think 2-1 to West Ham and a player in this fixture. I'm looking at Bowen. I think he's, he's not been bad. He just hasn't been great. But I think this could be a game where... You know, he gets a goal, gets an assist and, you know, starts his sort of runner form and West Ham's runner form. So, for me, yeah, definitely think that um, West Ham going to get the win here. I, I don't mind potents from Wolves, but I'm probably not investing in Wolves at the moment. So, yeah, for me, probably just bow on. Um, what are your thoughts, Demo?
1: Yeah, if there's, if there's any game that's a, a pass for FPL, it'll be this one. Um <laughs> Both teams are just not FPL relevant at the moment, and if you've um, got uh, other than Bueno, if you've got any a player in your side um, from either side, you've probably got rocks in your head at the moment. So, um, yeah, just uh, West Ham, as as you know, you know we've been pretty rubbish. But it's not just been rubbish; like our players that did do well last season just haven't been visible. Um, at all, like you know, our best player this season's probably been Ben Rama, um, and um, but yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be recommending anyone bringing anyone in, um, and if anything, I would say um, you know if you've got an asset like Bowen, um, probably now is the time to move him on for um, you know uh, I'm just trying to think. uh Rashford plays in the midfield, doesn't he? Uh, As in on in FPL, yes, um, yeah, because I was got uh, because I knew Marshall, well, one of Marshall or Rashford to be moved up just Couldn't remember which one, um, but yeah, so like I I would say you know now's the time to move, um, uh, Bowen on to um to someone like a Rashford, um, for especially for the double, so, um. Yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't back um, my guys in at the moment, especially f- with the way they're playing. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we um, if we lost this game 1-0 and that's sort of the end of Moyes as well. So, um, look, uh, just, just to sort of touch on, I don't know, I've touched on West Ham before, but just to touch on us. I think this season is very much going to be a try and scrape, um, try and, just you know, uh, not you know, essentially not get relegated. Um, knowing that 2023 was always the the year that um, uh, the the David's were going to sell up um, the club. So uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's going to be interesting times for us um, if we you know uh, hopefully we can survive uh, this season and. Um, yeah, then uh, reload, uh, reload um, into into next season. Um, but yeah, so don't want to sort of talk too badly about um, the owners at the moment, given that um, uh, one of our owners recently passed away. So. Um, at the uh, the age of eighty six, so don't want to speak too badly about them, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it's just going to be a bit of a transitional time for us. Um, if we can, if we can sort of steady the ship this season, um, and then reload next season, I think that's the way we're going to go.
0: Yeah, no, sounds like a plan, mate. What are your thoughts, Tommy? Do you agree with Dami? Can you see this being
2: possibly a uh, yeah, <laughs> a mat fixture? <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I think this is a this is a guaranteed nil nil. <laughs> I think um, <laughs> I feel like neither um, just a boring yeah nil nil. And yeah, I think Boyer at three point nine is is great. Um, he gets taken off early, which is he gets taken off late enough but early enough to get the clean sheet points, which is which is good. Um, I'm actually starting him this week, so thankfully it is a nil nil and. Yeah, West Ham. I've gone for Craig Dawson, because um, you never know he can pop up with a goal. Um, but yeah, for like <laughs> yeah, that, this is yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like this this game's got a, got a boring you no know, and all over it, um, and it's a massive game. So I feel like neither team wants well, obviously they don't want to lose it, but neither team can probably afford mm. to lose it. And um, only one point that separates them. So. It's, um, I think both will take will take a draw, um, yeah, and West like Ham need to win it.
1: it. Yeah, I think we need to win it more than um. Yeah. Than we'll, I know the position wise won't say that, but uh, I think we do need to win it more um than than Wolves do. I think
0: mean, it's going to be about as exciting as watching two three hundred pound blokes in a crawling race, mate. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, moving on to the next fixture, which for me is going to be a close second to the Wolves and West Ham fixture is Everton against Southampton. Um, Everton sort of had a little bit of upside starting the, the reboot after the World Cup, but, you know, they were just horrendous last week. And I just don't know if I can entertain anyone from their side at the moment. I do have Patterson in my side, but I just, yeah. I just don't feel I'm going to entertain anyone there till I see a bit of difference um, in how they're going to play. I thought Southampton, um, they've been similar. Um, I thought there's a little bit of upside with Southampton, but they haven't been great either. But, you know, if I'm having to pick anyone, I'm probably going to go with a defensive asset from this game, and it's probably going to be, you know, maybe one of the the centre-backs from Southampton. I'm just trying to think of his name now. Um, it is... Ah, uh, where is it? Maybe, actually, I'm going to go a fullback, a wide fullback. I'm going to go Perraud in this game. I think it's going to be nil or for me. I think a draw in this game is probably fitting for both sides. So, yeah, I think Perraud's going to be a good shout for this game, get a nice clean sheet. What about you, Demma?
1: Yeah, I actually think Southampton win this game. I think they win at 1-0. Um, I can't recommend anyone from Everton. Um, Everton are pretty terrible at the moment. Uh, well, they're the reason we're we're not in the relegation zone. So because uh, they've been uh, worse than us. So I um, yeah I, I definitely see uh, both um, Moisey and and uh, I've gone blank now. Uh, is it Lampard? Isn't it uh, that coach? Yes. Is, uh, evident, yeah. Evidence. Yes, that is correct yeah. for now, yeah. so, now um I can definitely see Lampard on the um on the chopping block um yeah see uh, in, in in a strange world I can actually see uh both Lampard and Moyes uh switching clubs and Moyes goes back to Everton and uh Lampard finally comes back to us and uh uh, gives us the years he was meant to. Um, (laughs) I bet you're excited for that, mate. That sounds Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Um, but look on, on the, um, on the plus side, um, I uh, If there's one player that I actually do like, it's probably Ward-Prowse for uh, Southampton, 6.2 million. Uh, one goal and two assists in the last four game weeks. He scored in the FA Cup as well. Um, and Southampton's um, fixture run is pretty decent until game week 23. Um, he's on penalties. He's on set pieces. So um, we can never time his, um, his run right in terms of points too. But... Uh, you know, will, will they finally come in this sort of fixture run? Who knows? But uh, but yeah, if if it's if they're ever, if these points are ever going to come, it's going to be in these next three game weeks.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. What are
2: your thoughts, Tommy? Are you looking forward to this fixture, mate? No, not at all. Uh, I think it's probably worse <laughs> than the, the Wolves West Ham game. To be honest, um, I've gone for a nil nil as well, um, which is which is not good. <laughs> um, yeah, because I struggled. I actually didn't know that I could not pick an option. So I'm really happy about that. So I won't pick any from these two teams. Um, <laughs> so I was struggling. I was struggling. I was digging deep. And I was like, I literally can't um, choose one. Again, they both they both need a win massively. They're, I feel like both managers are under pressure, even though um, Nathan Jones has only been there a short while. I feel like he's um, yeah. a little bit out of his depth, to be honest. And um, yeah, I think Lombard's... No, yeah, um, Lampard's got to be gone soon. I feel like I don't know why teams are not. It's a bit of a, a bit of a bad rap. Just they think he's kind of a will save him from from the drop and play bad football. Um, but I feel like he's a he's an okay manager. Um, and yeah, Everton would would do well with someone like him. But yeah, in terms of FPO options, I think you're struggling. Maybe Pickford if you if you had to choose someone. But, yeah. Apart yeah from I now. was on
0: Pickwood before the the reboot, but, yeah, I'm so far off. <laughs> <in>. um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> we might get into our next game, which is Nottingham Forest at home to Leicester City. For me, this is probably – this is going to be a good game, but I'm probably not going to have too much interest in it. For me, Ward's probably going to be my pick. I'm going to go Leicester 1-0. Um And Ward getting some save points and getting the clean sheet. Um, and I'm possibly going to start Ward this week. So there's probably a little bit of bias in there. What are your thoughts, Damer?
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, hang on. We're, we're up to the Nottingham not Forest Leicester, correct? Yes,
2: um, yeah.
1: So, cool. um, yeah. So, in terms of Leicester, um, yeah, I. I agree with you in terms of uh, trying to get my my run sheet up. Sorry, uh, but I do agree with you in terms of uh, Ward being a bit of a budget enable four point one. Uh, he um, has looked not too bad. Um, yeah, so definitely he's the best backup goalkeeper for for the price. So four point one um, in case your first choice goalkeeper doesn't play. Um, I know you know with mine i've got um I've got Kepper in so obviously we, um I'm probably going to play Kepper this week um but uh yeah he he's one that you can easily play in um in most games uh given he does rack up some you know the save points as well um yeah, so other than that, I can't really recommend anyone from from Lester. Um, in terms of uh, Nottingham Forest, again, it's, a, it's another tough one. With um, with foresters you know, they've they've they have struggled. But in saying that, if there's and I don't necessarily recommend these players at all because I don't recommend their defence. But if if I'm purely looking platonically, um, both Aurier um, and Bolly, um, you could potentially have a case for both of them, um, Aurier at 4.5. Um, as I said, you, you, we're scrapping the bottom of the barrel here, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, and, and, a, and uh, Tommy could probably talk about Aurier a little bit more because given that uh, he's an expert player, but um, he's picked up some solid points in the last three game weeks. So if yeah, there's has. anyone you're going to look at, um, it's probably uh, you know, Oriel or, or even Bolly, but uh but yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be going out and grabbing them uh anytime soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. What what are your thoughts, Tommy? Um Damus has thrown you on the bus, mate. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, well yeah, Orier, so I'd probably say he's probably better than the right wing backs who's got at the moment. So um yeah, we probably shouldn't have shouldn't have <laughs> let him go, but the only the only thing with him is you will probably get a red card at some point. <laughs> um, so you can't... He's a bit of a liability, but yeah, in terms of attacking, attacking potential, yeah, he's great. Um, I've actually gone for a one-all um, in that game. Um, so it's East Midlands, be, I feel like it'll be a fiery, fiery one, because I think Leicester won um, the reverse fixture 4-0. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so Forrest should be up for that. Um, try and Get some revenge. I feel like it's got it's got a red card in it, to be honest. Um, and both teams, both teams need a result as well. Leicester haven't done great since the um, since the restart. we have actually gone for for Henderson for because the, they've got quite good fixtures the next four. They've got Bournemouth yeah. after Leicester, Leeds and Fulham, and Hendo's actually yeah. top four for bonus points um, received. Out of the, all the goalkeepers, so yeah, yeah. So good, good one for that. And and Leicester, I actually heard a um, a Newcastle um, a Leicester fan talking the other day that was saying that Jamie Vardy um, had loads of chances with Newcastle in the in the cup, and that yeah. he's finished because he hasn't. He's get he's basically done. They should sell him because he didn't finish them. But what he did say is he's still got the pace. <laughs> But this, it's like I took the positive and negative because um, they said he's still got, he's still got the pace, he can still get in the positions, but his finishing was terrible that night. But for me, I feel like I feel like he's still got a, he's still he's still got more in him. So yeah, I've come for for Vardy as a maybe an option if you're if you're looking for a, a massive punt. There. But yeah, I won't be bringing you- him. In, but do you think Madison's getting sold, and that's why he's not playing, or is he legitimately injured? I feel like I, could, I that he is he is injured. Um, a lot of people kind of think that. Um, I, I can't remember who who I was listening to it was earlier on. They were saying that a lot of people think that these players that never played at the World Cup they'll just come back fresh, but the players okay. that that were at home they got to they got to train every day, which is, I guess, Madison would have trained as well. But they got to play friendly matches. Um, They're in kind of their normal environment. Whereas Madison kind of just went to Qatar injured, tried to get fit. (laughs) Yeah, Um, tried to get fit and then didn't even play any minutes. So um, I feel like that's kind of hard to get back in. But I do feel like he's injured. But at the same time, I think he's going to go Newcastle at some point.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, I just wasn't sure what the go was. But yeah, I know he did have a niggle, but yeah, I wasn't sure whether he was getting sold or whatever the case was. But we'll get on to our next game, which is Brentford at home to Bournemouth. Um, For me, this could be interesting because Brentford are one of those sides that against the big boys turn up. And as they've done this year, you know, got some really good results. But then they come back and play against these type of teams and they could have, you know, a bit of a poor showing. So for me, I'm... I think Brentford will still get the win, but I think one nil for Brentford. I think this is going to be a tight game. I could see Bournemouth having a few chances as well, but I think Brentford at home defensively, they should be all right. And sort of my pick for this week is going to be in Burmo from Brentford. You know, he looked really good and Tony, I think he may miss this week. I'm not a hundred percent sure whether he's going to play. So, which means in Burmo will be up front and, you know, he'll be getting a lot more ball than he would be if Tony was playing. So, you know, last week, uh, you know, Mbermo has two chances created, three shots, one goal. Um, I thought he looked really good. And, you know, he actually finished a goal, which I'm not used to um saying those words when I'm talking about Mbermo, because he is the crossbar challenge champion and <laughs> you know he knows how to find that uh, crossbar side post, pretty much any post in the football ground. But yeah, no, I think he might be a decent pick for this game, and they do have good fixtures going forward as well. And Rye as well, I think he's a good option as well. Gets the save points, gets the bonus, especially if they keep the clean sheets. And, you know, about I reckon there's a solid run of about 13 fixtures with, you know, Liverpool and Arsenal, you know, in amongst those. But they do have really good fixtures going forward. So I think those are two picks to look at for this week and, you know, the, the next few weeks going forward. What about you, Damon? What are your thoughts, Matt?
1: Yeah, again, I will preface this with do not waste Thanks. a... Precious forward spot on a cheap enabler, especially with uh, who we've got uh, this week to potentially choose from. But if I'm going to pick anyone, I'm probably going to pick Solanke from Bournemouth. Uh, 5.7 million, um, three goals and five assists this season, okay fixtures ahead. Uh, don't pick him, but uh, if you uh, need someone, um, he is definitely one that um, has uh, gotten points this season. Uh, in terms of Brentford, uh, again, uh, you uh, mentioned Raya. Um, Raya is a solid option. Um, Ivan Tony, I believe, is confirmed out, if I'm not mistaken. So with the um, – that so if the limelight at the moment is on Brian Wembo, um, he – could definitely stick around, uh, stick a couple past Bournemouth as well. So um, if you need sort of like a one-week punt, um, Wembo's probably the the one um, that um, you should pick up.
0: No, definitely. I, I don't mind that, mate. And, uh, you know, when we are on the same page, it's usually a decent pick. So <laughs> I love that pick, mate. Um What about you? Tell me, what are your thoughts, mate?
2: Yeah, I'm going to make a hat trick. I'm going to go... Um... Bwema as well I think yeah he's got to step up Tony's out um and I fancy Brentford to win to win 2-0 this game they've been they've been really good this season um and they've managed to they've managed to keep it up a lot of teams kind of come up maybe have that good season and then fall fall short but yeah they're ninth in the league at the moment and um yeah they're they're flying and and Thomas, Thomas Frank has done a great job um But but yeah, Bournemouth, they had that little resurgence when um, Gary O'Neill, they they signed him up on on the permanent? You get in as interim managers, they do well for a couple of games and then you sign them up. I feel like it's probably best to wait it out a a bit longer. (laughs) Um, and see see how they go, but yeah, Bournemouth lost their last three games, and it doesn't look it doesn't look great for them, even though they are they are 16th above West Ham. Um, but yeah, I, I fancy see to doing this game <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in there.
0: <laughs> no, definitely, I can't see Bournemouth doing too much. So yeah, I think um, everyone's on the same page here. We'll get on to our next fixture. Chelsea at home to Crystal Palace. Um, it's going to be interesting because Chelsea have a few injuries. Um, not sure what the go is of Sterling. Um, and J.O. Felix, a new sign, I'm not sure whether he will be available for this game either. So it might be, you know, they might be just um, trying to scrap players to put on the field I think Paul Zitch is injured as well. So for me, I think, Chelsea will have enough to get over the line, but I can see it being 2-1. I think Crystal Palace um, did have an off week last week against Spurs, but they did play good in that first half. But, you know, I think that they'll push Chelsea all the way, but I think Chelsea might have just a little bit too much. So I'm going to go 2-1. And for me, uh, a player to look at, i probably going to say Havertz. I think Havertz um, as a third option up top. I think he's still a decent option. Chelsea have some good fixtures still. So definitely could see him being a decent option. And obviously if you've got Kepa, probably hold him for the next few weeks as well, especially his price point. But yeah, for me, it's probably Chelsea assets, probably not looking at Crystal Palace assets just yet. What are you about? What's your thoughts, Demo?
1: Yes, I agree with you in terms of Kepa. Um, you know, 4.6 million, he's good at saves. Uh he <laughs> <laughs> he um now when the double game weeks for the Chelsea are over, you might be looking to sell him, but uh, Uh, The fixtures aren't that bad for Chelsea, but their defence looks just real shaky at the moment. And um, given that their defences look shaky, I would uh, say that uh, uh, given that uh, Zaha is probably quite a good option for this game, he's on penalties. Um, Mm -hmm. If there's anyone that um, you're going to uh, pick for uh, this game, it's probably him. Um, if you're picking him over Rashford, uh, probably don't. <laughs> I'd say pick Rashford. <laughs> but uh, he has done decently this season, um, you know, six goals, two assists so far. Uh, Palace has looked su- subpar since the return, though, so I wouldn't expect great performances in this double game week. Um, uh, they are probably one that. They're a great team for Man United to play against this week, so I hardly advise um, uh, not going down this route with selecting Zaha. But um, if you already have as an easy, easy hold, and talking about easy as a, um, despite a tough two <laughs> two fixtures, uh, I tried, I tried, yeah. Um, one uh, you yeah, yeah. The the double game week um, is always worth a uh, risk, and as um, a uh, gets, it gets it basically gets the most bang for your buck. Um, he's an English creative midfielder, and he looks dangerous uh, for Palace. Uh, so he won't use up too much of your FPL funds. I know um, Q absolutely goes gaga over him, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he does have. Uh, if you've got Eze uh, in your lineup at the moment, uh, Q. So no, nah, he um... made his way out on my free wildcard, <laughs> but
0: he's been in my lineup since round one.
1: So yeah, yeah, nah, I yeah. love the bloke. So, so this will be the game that he scores a double digit return because you don't have him in nah. your side.
0: No, hundred percent. This will be the game he scores. Then the next game in the double game week, he's gonna not do
1: anything because Man United are gonna just absolutely destroy them. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but yeah, so that's uh, basically my say in the uh, in terms of that game.
2: What about you, Tommy? To see, um, but I do feel like they'll they'll get a draw in this game. Um, they've been they've been so bad recently. Not even just the City games, even even before that. Um, yeah, because so I've gone for a one all, and in terms of FPL options, kind of scraping the barrel again. Um I did like the look of Elise in the first half against Spurs. Yep. So there's another option to Eze and and Zaha, but I feel like if you're if you're doing that you might as well spend that little bit extra get Eze or or a couple million more and get Zaha. Um yep. yeah, for Chelsea I'm I'm struggling to probably pick anyone. Don't want the defense shocking. Maybe a... <laughs> Maybe a punt on, on Zia. Uh, he had a good World Cup. Um, yeah. Fight at 5.5 million. If he does start start kind of producing, then it could be a good
0: option. No, definitely. Actually, he could play.
2: Yeah. Right, well, next up, we've got Newcastle
0: at home to Fulham. Um, I think this could be a cracking game. We'll see the return of Mitrovic from his one-game suspension. Um, I'm back in Newcastle to win this and keep their sort of runner form up. I'm going to pick 3-1 to Newcastle. I think Almiron's going to be the pick this week. Had a quiet week last week, but I think um, he's too good to stay quiet for too long. So I think this is going to be a game where he could get a nice little return for people that are stuck by him. Um, and from Fulham, obviously, if you got Mitrovic, probably start him even though know, Newcastle's de- defence has been pretty good. Mitrovic could sneak a goal, but... Yeah, I think this is a fixture for your Newcastle assets. I think the double up in defense is great as well if you've you know you've got Botman as well. So I think um, definitely this is a game week to own your Newcastle players. What about you, Demo?
1: Yeah, so... Um... Uh in terms of Fulham, uh obviously I'll mention him, but uh I would ha- I would hesitate everyone's got him in, in in their side. So that's um Andreas, you know, four point six million. Um, you know, probably the best budget midfielder in the game. Um and he doesn't necessarily have to be a bench fodder either. Um you could play him almost uh every game week as well. Um and he he's averaging three point nine points per game. So which is uh equivalent to one, hundred and forty-eight points per 38 matches. So a return that not even some of the more expensive FPL midfielders can achieve throughout the season. So he hasn't actually been too bad this season. Um Mitrovic, as you sort of said, 7.2 million for the price. Um he's, you know, obviously been solid. Obviously, we've we've all sort of been burned, uh oh, some of us have been burned uh this week for, uh, from him. But um with Tony being injured. Logically, he's sort of that third um, forward spot. Um, he's another you know, talisman for, for Fulham, so, and, and he's basically one of their key players um, as well. Um, and then in terms of Newcastle, well, you know, Newcastle's on fire at the moment. Um, they're, um, they're flying high, aren't they? They're first, sitting third at the moment, uh, four points behind Man City. Um, and, yeah, they just look absolutely solid. Um if there's one player that pretty much every uh, pretty much every side needs uh every um, manager needs in, in in their side and that's uh, Trippier. He's just um uh it's he's just gone another level this year this season. Uh, I think um again, uh and not to not to pick on your Tommy, but uh he's another one that you've probably let go a bit too early uh he's uh you know the top scoring defender of the game he's he's basically what trent was to us a couple of seasons ago um you know he's the third top scoring player uh, newcastle are uh, defensively solid they've only conceded 11 goals uh the lowest of all teams the most clean sheets um so yeah so trippier is pretty much all over that uh elmoron is another one that's 5.9 million um, you, you know, like uh, everyone was sort of saying, whenever his points, uh, when are his uh, points going to end? When are his points going to end? Um, but he just keeps ticking over. Um, you know, like he's he slowed down, obviously, but um, I still think he's a great um option uh, at 5.9 million. And then obviously, Wilson, you know, uh, mm-hmm. when he's fit. He delivers points, um, and he uh, yes, he's injury prone. But it's it is a good fixture run for Newcastle now, and I think he can um, put together a string of games and um, do something uh, potentially in this game as well.
2: No, definitely. What are your thoughts, Tommy? Um, yeah, our second our second trip here. Um, I feel like a lot of people have got him, but just a, just a little fact about him. So he's only blanked in three game weeks. This season, um, gaming four, five, and thirteen. So I feel like that's just that's crazy, incredible. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I do feel like we need we need double Newcastle defense now. So I went for Botman when I was taking out Rhys James. But I feel like Shark would yep. be a good option because I feel like there's a lot of money kind of flowing about now with Cancelo not being an option, Trent not being an option. Um, so, yeah, but a lot of people have. I already have Trippier, and I think a double Newcastle defence is a great option. Um, even this week, when other other players have have doubles, so I've gone for Shah as my pick. He is five million, so he is a little bit more than Botman, but I feel like he's a bigger bigger goal threat. I remember last season he scored a few goals from from like 30 yards. I remember him stepping out into midfield and and hitting them. And Newcastle have great fixtures. In the next four. And they look very solid at the back so I've gone for a yeah two nil newcastle win um yep. in terms of Fulham um I don't think they're a, they're a bad team at all I actually really, really like them um they're not the best defensively but um in terms of scoring goals they're they're pretty good especially with make up front um but I just feel like Newcastle will be too too strong for them and yeah uh, win two nil Yeah, no, I like that prediction, mate, and I agree.
0: I think Newcastle's defence has been really good this season. Um, Well, our next fixture, we've got Tottenham at home to Arsenal in the London Derby. I think this is going to be a cracking game. I think Spurs, I said last week um, I was backing them for a revival against Palace. They got the four goals, even though, you know, a bit of a second-half performance from Spurs. I could see this being a really good game, and I actually think Arsenal are going to drop points here. I'm going to back a one or draw to Spurs in this game. And I think Harry Kane, um, watching that game last week, he was just absolutely ridiculous. He was everywhere in that second half. He was linking play. He was getting in the right position to score his two goals. But he could have had more goals and could have had an assist as well. So I definitely think he's a great option. And I think Odegaard from Arsenal is their best option. And just, you know, a couple of stats for Odegaard. Um, just get my stats up here. So Odegaard, since the the break, the World Cup break, he's had um, 10 chances created, five big chances created, nine shots, three assists, and one goal. So I think he's been really good, and a lot of people are on Martinelli and Saka, but I think Odegaard looks like the most likely to get the assist and goals. So I think, like, obviously less goals than the assist for Odegaard, but he's getting into those really good areas where he's sort of making that run just inside the 18-yard box, and it, you know he's there for the cutback cross from Martinelli and Saka. So, I think there's a lot of upside of him, and I think this is a fixture he could definitely do well in. But yeah, I think they're going to drop points this week, and I'm picking a draw. What about you, Damo?
1: Yeah, I actually um, think it's going to be a draw myself, but uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring draw. I'm going to go three all um, in this game. I, I think this is going to this is, has to be the game for uh, for Son. Um, he, uh, it's a very tough option, but uh, I feel like Son could be a huge differential, only 6.1% uh, owned. Um, if you want a differential this week, um, he would probably be my recommendation. Um, I th- I think, and again, I know, um, uh, Tommy, you can speak a bit more about this, but uh, I expect him to really enjoy Spurs counterattacking Stoll. Um, uh, against two very to- uh, two top teams who um, do use a high line this week. Uh, so uh, I think he's very capable of a massive haul. Um, and if Kane does play deeper to create again, um, Son's got to be the likely recipient from that. Um, in terms of, again, differentials, um, I like Doherty. Um, he's, you know, yeah, he's actually one of my favourite options at the moment. I, I would need to find a way to sort of get him in, but uh, he has seems to have nailed down that sort of right wing back spot. Um, he's be, he's started every game since the game seventeen restart, um, and um, I'd be really surprised to see him benched. Um, again, I know um, Tommy, you can speak a bit more about that, but uh, he has been uh, in quite high, uh, uh, quite advanced positions, um, almost playing at sort of like a, a, right w- a right wing or right forward at times. Um, and obviously we know how much Conti loves a marauding um, right wing back. Um, so, like, uh, obviously with them, you know, Spurs becoming a clear sort of counter-attacking team, it will benefit Son, get benefit Kane, Do- uh, Doherty, Perisic if he plays, um, you know, sort of go- going forward. I don't expect um, Spurs to keep two clean sheets, but uh, one's, definitely doable um i'll let uh i'll let you tommy speak about uh the big harry kane there um you know we know we know a lot about him obviously the only thing i will say is he's on four yellows at the moment so if um people are looking for a differential captain option Just know that um, if he does get a yellow card in that first game, he does miss that second game. I believe Trippier is in that same position. I'm just talking about uh, Newcastle for a minute. And uh, while Saka and um, Saliba have uh, two matches to navigate before they are in the clear. So that's sort of like a bit of information in terms of the yellow card situation um, as well. And obviously looking at Arsenal, uh, for a moment, like, uh, I like, uh, Gabriel at 5.2 million. Um, uh, Arsenal second for clean sheets this season. Um, and you do sort of want the best players from the best teams in your FPL squad. Um, uh, in terms of goal threat, uh, five goals last season, two goals this season. Uh, Arsenal do have a possibility of a double game week in 21 and then they do double in game week 23 so there is potential to um, uh, that Arsenal do double next week so that's sort of just um, to keep that in the back of your uh, mind um, we'll talk about Martinelli I know he, uh, he's sort of slowed a little bit lately but at 6.8 million uh, he does offer sort of stable output in FPL um, Arsenal's you know, at the top of the league, you want the best players from the best teams in your in your FPL side. Um, and, yes, yeah, so basically, I know, um, Q, you, touched, you know, touched on Odegaard, but, you know, also Saka could offer some uh, very similar point potential. Um, and, you know, and you can even double up um, in your midfield in terms of Arsenal midfield um, in, in, in terms of the likes of Saka, Martinelli and Odegaard or something in, in that sort of ilk. Um, yeah. yeah. How about yourself, Tommy?
2: I feel like it's going to be a, a one or draw. Um, and I feel like Kane is probably, from Spurs, is probably the only option apart from Kulisewski if he is back. Um, Kane loves this fixture. Um, and he's one away from um, Jimmy Greaves' record to be Spurs' all-time goals, top goalscorer and two away from uh, Wayne Rooney's Premier League record. Um, also, yeah, I don't... Arsenal have probably been or definitely been the better team this season, and we we haven't looked great recently. But they haven't beaten us at our stadium since 2014. So um, the way it works is we lose at the Emirates, they lose at um, White Hart Lane, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So um, yeah, I don't fancy us to get beat, but I can't see us winning either. Um, Son, yeah, like you said, Son could be an option, but I haven't seen enough enough from him. Uh, recently, to to say that he's going to change and start running them behind, um, but yeah, it is the perfect two games to do that in the same fixtures last year. Um, we beat City, we beat City 3-2, and Kane scored two, and then we beat Arsenal 3-0, and Kane scored two again. So, yeah, Kane, I think, is a really, really good option. Not just for not just for this double game week, but for the rest of the season, really. I feel like you can just get him in and, and forget about him um, as long as you don't get tempted by a uh, double game week for them striker.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> in, 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 Have a ambitious, in, yeah. mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in terms of yeah, the, the other team in North London, uh, I like the look of Nketiah at 6.5 million who will probably be my transfer in a couple of weeks and um, probably game week depending on when Arsenal get the double but um, probably be Marshall out for Anketia, Um although he is probably a transfer waiting to happen with um Gabriel Jesus coming back at some point. Um he scored two goals in the FA Cup and I feel like he he just needed a bit of confidence and two goals in the last three Prem games as well. Um so yeah he he'll be a good option. I fancy them to score a few goals in the next couple um, game weeks before their double. And also um yeah, I'm a bit shocked about about Odegaard. I didn't realize like how how productive he was. I thought he was more of a player that made things tick rather than actually getting goals and assists. So yeah, I've never really thought about him, but yeah, he seems like a good option too.
0: Yeah, he kind of did at the back end of last season. He kind of was just that player that didn't really get the goals and assists, but the back end of last season, he sort of showed that he could if. You know he got the opportunity, and yeah, this year's just been absolutely ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Right, well, hopefully he doesn't turn up um, on the weekend because yeah, I hate old said I've
0: taken an assist, and it's and it's one all, and everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have a hat trick as long as we score four.
1: <laughs> and
0: and Kane doesn't score any of them, so that'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, I don't I... care.
2: As long, as long as we... I hate them so much. So as long as we beat them, I don't care.
0: <laughs> well, because they've already spoken about the teams at double this week, might as do a quick quick um, score prediction. So Crystal Palace, Man United, I think Man United 3-0 against Palace. What about you, Demo?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna begrudgingly say three nil um to you guys as well. I will um touch on cause I did forget to, to start forgetting to give my score predictions. Um I think um uh I think Arsenal uh will uh beat uh Tottenham. I I, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a two one, but um I think Arsenal do get the chocolates. Um oh, nice but yeah
0: Damon.
2: so oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tommy? Oh, not not a nice way to treat to treat a guest on the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Can we go back to um the Wolves West Ham game?
1: <laughs> uh, I think we'll lose. not I don't think I want to
0: sit for a second West Ham preview,
2: mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've gone for two nil United. I feel like um, a lot of a lot of Palace fans might be getting a bit fed up with Vieira. Even though he did great last year, but I've, I've been hearing things that, yeah, they, they just they just look too thin in attack. Um, like a lot of teams do, wet um, like Wolves are like that. Um, yeah, a few other teams as well just don't really uh, um, Southampton, been, They don't really have that that fluid attack. The killer blow. So, yeah. Well,
0: our next double fixture, we got Man City and Tottenham. Um, I'm going to pick two all in this game. I think um, it's going to be a really good game to watch, and I think Spurs can uh, upset uh, Man City's sort of charge to try chase down Arsenal. What about you, Damo?
1: Uh, yeah, so I... Um, uh, hang on, I've just lost it for a minute. Um, yeah, I think Man City win. I think um, Man City will win uh, 2-1.
0: Oh, very nice. What about you, Tommy?
2: <laughs> um, I've gone for I've gone for two two. I can't I can never predict my team to lose, so I've gone for two two. Um, and and yeah, like I said, we beat them. We beat them every year, um, and we beat them three two last year as well. So um, if any team's gonna win at the Etihad, it'll probably be probably be us.
0: No, nah, I like it, mate. I like the confidence. We'll get into our next segment, which is the shit the bed segment. It's pretty easy for me at Liverpool. You know, shut the bed massively, pooed their big boy pants, and hopefully this week they can do something about that and get a win. What about you, Demma
1: Yeah, I've gone Chelsea. They've um they've had one win in the past eight games. And they're currently sitting in tenth spot. So, um, if it wasn't for us being so bad, um, I'd actually say Chelsea have really underperformed, <laughs> really, really underperformed this season. Um, given that uh, they're usually they're in the position that we usually are, so like which is mid table. So, um, yeah. So uh, you <laughs> know what they
0: say about glass houses, Damon. <laughs> Um But
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so one one win, one win in eight games is not great, and. Um, yeah, so yeah,
2: I'll put no, in What about you, Tommy? Um I've actually gone for a player, so I've gone for Trossard. Mm-hmm. Um just yeah, actually. He's good he's got a bit I think he's got a little bit too big for his boots. He's um had a good start to the season and well this is what I'm I'm hearing he's he's maybe come back and not, not in kind of the right right attitude. Um, and he's dropped 0.3 million in FPL and like Ouch. I said, yeah, Brighton has scored nine um, nine goals in the last three games and Trossard has only got three points so um, yeah, not good um, I'm hearing Spurs might be in for him, which is which is a bit, I don't know 50-50, because <laughs> he, has, he has been good this season, but um, yeah, I'm a little bit hurt from FPL
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair, mate um, we might get into a differential play for this week. At the moment, my differential play for this week is in Burmo two point nine percent owned. As I've said uh, in the preview, I thought that he looks really good, and you know, if he's not playing crossbar challenge, he's definitely a great pick for your FPL sides this week. Um, what about you, demo?
1: Yeah, I'm going to actually gonna go. Um, I'm going to go real differential. I'm going to go Doherty. Um, owned by zero point six percent of teams. Um, as I said before, Son could be a uh, another one week, uh, well, not one week punt, but he could be a um, uh, punt as well. Uh, I think he's only owned by six percent, if I'm not mistaken. So, and historically, he actually does pretty well against Man City. So, um, yeah, but uh, Doherty's Do- my pick.
0: Now, like it, mate, and um, just maybe a bit of an update on the scorecards. I've got eight points on you as the differential king of the pod, mate. So, get your shit together, um, Tommy. <laughs>
2: what's your differential, mate? <laughs> um, I've gone for Kulisewski as as a pick, because you don't even know if he's going to start. So that is a differential if I've had one. So he's back in training, um, only 4.3% owned, 7.9 million. Um, he's been injured for quite a lot of the season, but he started eight games and he's got six returns. Yep. So, um, yeah, not bad. And we just look so much better with him. Um, so hopefully players and hopefully we can get on the score sheet and get them assists. No, definitely. And I know
0: Matt Day took a punt on Kulu to start the the season, um, the reboot season, and he's been disappointed. But I'm hoping for your sake he does return because I know Matt, you know, is a fellow that probably deserves a return out of that pick. Um, we might yeah. get onto our player watch. So a few players I'm looking at this week, um, obviously Fergalicious Ferguson, uh, I've got him in my side. Just want to see what happens if Welbeck coming back, whether he does keep that starting role or whether they change their formation to fit Welbeck in there as well. And I've got Gapco as well. Um, he looked, he had some bright sparks in his debut the other day, but you know I want to see if he does get the start again this weekend. And then, obviously, Wilson, um, Isak. I want to see what's going to happen there now that Isak's fit again. So be interesting to see who gets that starting role and what it's going to do with the minutes from the person who does start. But that's it for me. What about you, Demo?
1: Yeah, for me, it's all about um, Man City in terms of watch. Uh, you know, potentially De Bruyne uh, uh, as well. And I, know, I think, you know, De Bruyne is um quite sort of highly owned or high-ish um but he's sort of like my little bit of a differential captaincy uh for this week as well so he's one sort of that, that uh is one to watch especially if sala is not great um given that you know city have a few doubles coming up and um but yeah and and also um uh stones as well as a as an option and yeah, so that's pretty much mine.
2: What about you, Tommy? um I've actually gone for two Brighton, Brighton players, uh, Matoma and Ferguson as well. So both, yeah, both under one percent owned, um, and that could be a great option if Brighton do get a double. That could be kind of an easy swap for uh, say like Matoma for Andreas, or even if you yep. want to downgrade one of your striker options. Um, So, yeah, just keeping an eye on them and if they get a double, maybe looking to bring one of them in.
0: Nah, I like it, mate. Um, Definitely think both are great options. Matomas looked awesome. So, yeah, I like those options, mate. Well, we might get on to our next segment, which is a return of the guest question slash just random talking points that we do on our podcast. Um, Hasn't been on there for a little bit. So we're going to start tonight talking about um, the funniest stitch-up slash prank um, that you've witnessed. So, you know, this is quite recent for me. Uh, the other day I was at the shopping centre with my mother-in-law and um, we're in the car park and it's sort of a multi-storey car park and, you know, follow the signs to find the exit. And um, there's always this sign that tells you which ramp to take. And uh, we had no idea that someone had moved the sign. So it, um, it was pointing at an up ramp and I was like a bit strange that it's going up to go back down. So... You know, my mother-in-law said, oh, no, definitely um, that's the way out. So I've driven up there and it's taken us around, went back down the ramp and we're on the same level again. And <laughs> I was just like, don't know what's going on here. And then looking for the exit sign again, she goes, oh, it's over there. And I said, no, nah, we've taken that ramp. I'm like, I can guarantee it's the one that goes back up. So, you know, I just decided to go find my own way. And, um, yeah, as we left the car park, I realized that someone had moved that sign to the wrong um, exit. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was sort of having a bit of a laugh thinking, like, as much as it was frustrating, it was um, pretty funny. And I'm probably on someone's TikTok video um, (laughs) in that car park.
1: (laughs) In all honesty, depending on the the, the, um, relationship you got with your mother-in-law, it probably was your (laughs) (laughs) mother-in-law. Yeah, well, well,
0: the second time I was kind of like, nah, I'm putting my foot down. I'm not falling for this again. (laughs) <laughs> and I I'm, like, I'm just gonna just go the other way. And yeah, it turns out it was the right decision. But you know, I had a bit of a laugh, I think, as I was leaving. I said, I'm pretty sure someone's moved that sign, and then they're like, Oh, I think so too. And I'm like, Yeah, mate, that's a classic stitcher. That's funny as <laughs> But um, yeah, what about you, Demo?
1: Um oh it's probably gone gone by high school days. Um we um I think was a uh, one of the camps that we sort of uh went to and we stitched up a um, a friend of ours by throwing all her um, uh, let's just say delicates into um, a bag uh, full of water and uh, putting it into the freezer. So, oh, so uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> she had uh, great fun um, trying to claw anything uh, out of that the next morning. So, um, yeah, so that's we, we, pretty good feel a bit bad about it these days, but it was uh, funny as anything um, back in the day. <laughs>
2: That's so good. What about you, Tommy? Um, yeah, so I don't, I'm not really a prank person. I'm more like an everyday wind-up person, but um, at school. <laughs> the best kind, mate, the, the best kind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no one knows if I'm joking or not. It's great. <laughs> um, but the best one was probably at school. Because um, in the UK, we have only got two weeks off for Christmas. So we go right up until kind of the 22nd, 23rd of um, December. And what, what we did, we decided to um, basically hide all the Christmas trees that were dotted around the schools, around the school. So it was kind of everyone did one out of the group of friends. And then there was the last, the last tree, which was like one of the hardest trees to get. Um, it was like right in the middle of kind of a classroom, and it was impossible to get. And then all, all we see—we were on lunch break, and my mate went to get it, and he's just running across kind of the whole school holding the Christmas tree, and everyone's just like, just. <laughs> but that was probably one of my best. And the teachers had no idea that all the others were even gone. It wasn't. It wasn't until um, someone's running across the the school with with a Christmas tree on his back that they were like, oh. Where's all our Christmas trees gone? um, (laughs) That's probably one of the funniest ones that stick stick in my head, yeah. I love a good stitch-up, mate. Um, And
0: also, I've got a question to throw out to you, fellas. So, recent occurrence for me, uh, getting out of the shower, drying myself, um, I I always, after I finish drying myself, use the same towel to dry the floor because my thought is it's already wet, so what's the difference between making it more wet um and you know wasting another towel to do that job so <laughs> i'd sort of double up on the towel um but yeah no i've been told apparently it's weird and no one does it um what are your thoughts on this issue dama ah uh,
1: no that's completely normal it's exactly what i do um and, and on a on a side note um damn you've got a lot of questions about showers like uh i think we've we've, we've had we've i don't know if you know this at all uh tommy but we've actually had several questions guest questions about showers like um which which way you shower um uh well, there's a few there was a few more uh that that we've had in the past but uh but yeah that's completely com- completely normal you um grab a towel mate, we're, you... a, we're a
0: hygienic pod mate <laughs> hygienic pod.
1: what wipe yourself dry, and then you uh, put the towel on the floor so then you don't uh, fall over um, with the wet, wet ground, of course. No,
0: nah, and, I mean, there is an argument to say that it is um, unhygienic, but for me, I'm probably just as dirty as can I, the bathroom floor can anyway. I, so. can, I,
1: can, I just, can I just add, um, for those people that actually say it's unhygienic, you know, once you've actually, uh, you know, cleaned yourself, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, uh, and use the same towel to wipe your face and and your other end, and you put the towel away, you know, on the on the rack. And then the next day you have your shower and you're using the same towel. Uh, the does the towel forget um, which end you use to wipe your, you know, delicate? So, um, so to, to those who uh, who think it's hygienic to unhygienic to put it on the ground, just just have that thought in the back of your mind that. Uh, if you're using the same towel, you know, for a couple of days, where the, ca- the case might may, may be, the the towel doesn't, uh, you know, discriminate between um, what end you're wiping with. So uh, just, just sort sounds of like a question off. for next pod, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Which end you do you, you, you want first? Yeah, no, I'll leave that one for next <laughs> what week. Have,
0: <laughs> what about you, Tommy? What's your what, what's your stance on the issue? Um.
2: No, not for me. <laughs> um, we've got we've got kind of like a dedicated floor towel, so it has mm. its own area to be hung up. Um, but yeah, I'm all for not not like soaking the whole floor when you get out of the shower. I definitely think there needs to be a a, a floor towel. Um, but <laughs> what, what would you do? Would you so you'd re you'd reuse the towel after you got out and you'd hang it up? Yeah.
0: And it just stays yeah. wet for a while because it's obviously extra wet from the floor, so yeah. gotta allow that okay. extra couple of hours. Yeah. But the floor towel sounds like the FPL planner of uh, showering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I um, j- just uh, you know judging by your answer, Tommy, I, I have a feeling that you um, go one step further and like have the little face towels as well for your face. Uh, am I uh, am I right in the assumption
2: there, or is that just taking it one step too far? Um, I do have it, but I don't really use it. I just <laughs> use my t- I, I, I use my T-shirt most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> just, if like I'm it. doing a quick face-up, um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't know about. I don't know how clean the floor is. That's the only issue. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, no, I yeah. I give and, you one one favor and have a look.
2: Yeah, and the only other thing as well is if you're if you're trying to. If you like some like for some reason need two showers like close to each other or like maybe even a day some like sometimes if you're i don't know if i don't know if you're going out or whatever then will your towel dry in time for that second shower yeah no that's
0: true sometimes you need a second shower especially if you're watching cops so it can get quite (laughs) um quite intense Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, interesting. As you know, mate, it's there's always something interesting on in this podcast. So, <laughs> thank you for uh, putting your input into that question, mate. I'll definitely um, take the what i found, the evidence, and I'll take it to the wife. And uh, yeah, I'll let her know. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> nah, uh, not not
1: I was, was going to say, you to be, be careful how you uh word that because she may not let us do the podcast anymore together. So just just saying because because I actually agree with you. So she she uh uh you know <laughs> may may nah, crack it at right. that. So just uh just uh choose your words wisely.
2: <laughs> yeah. You might, say one, might get a one. You might go what do you do? <laughs>
0: hundred percent, mate. (laughs) Well, before we wrap up the pod, we might just get into our team plan. So for me, I've just made the one transfer this week, got out Edouard for Fergalicious Ferguson. Um, I'm not going to play him, but he'll be my first sort of bench option uh, for this week uh, to come onto the park if I have any sort of last minute sort of, Players that decide to not turn up and play, um, and at the moment I got my captaincy on Rashford, but you know I'm tossing up um, whether I should just be smart and go with the crowd and go with Harlan. But you know I think Rashford his form has been incredible, and I'm backing him to score against City, and I'm backing him to haul against Crystal Palace. So for me, he's my captain at the moment, but you know it is tough not to go Harlan, so it'll probably be a decision I'll make up until probably the last minute of the deadline. What about you, Damo?
1: Yeah, so um, I've made the one move as well. Um, I've gone uh, stones in for Saliba. Um, given just the, uh, <laughs> the double, I thought I'd um, switch uh, those uh, two around sort of things. So I've uh, Other than that, I've kept this sort of my same lineup. I'm gonna uh, have Car- Harland as captain as well. He's not going anywhere. Uh, my only sort of I won't call it controversial, but um, I have a uh, full bench in terms of, um, yeah, like uh, I've got some benching headaches. So at the moment currently my bench is uh, Martinelli, Mitrovic and Andreas. So I'm mm. not quite happy with that. But, um, but yeah, like I'm – I think I might actually play five at the back this week too um, given um, – because I've got Cancelo, Shaw, Stones and uh, – down back uh, as my doubles, and then Trippier and um, TAA. You know, I just feel like TAA is going to outscore um, uh, Martinelli this week. Um, uh, on a positive note, I'm hoping that um, Spurs do do the job um, on Arsenal this week. So there's your there's your positive comment. Uh, <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate but uh, that. but yeah, so I just um, I'm I'm hoping I'm not making the wrong choice there. But I just feel like I I was burnt. I think it was last season when I benched um, TAA and um, it, around this sort of double time, and he ended up he scoring something ridiculous I think like I was fifteen on points, and um, I thought never again. So um, that's why I'm doing <laughs> yeah. doing what I'm doing, but uh, not in my luck. Uh, Martinelli will uh, uh, score a brace, and um, there's the there's the end of that. So, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how we go anyway.
2: Yeah. So for for my team. I've got I've got a couple options, really. I'm probably going to do the first option, though. So I can do Trossard to Rashford and reverse Mick Rich to Kane for a minus four. It does hurt because um, that means that transfer costs an extra four points, but um, I feel like it's lesson learned. Don't take out Harry Kane, <laughs> um, especially before a double and before, yeah, and another game, that's not too bad. Or I could just do Trossard to KDB. But I'm just not I'm not sold on KDB at the minute. Um, he hasn't looked that good um, after the World Cup. And he has a shocking World Cup as well. So um, yeah, it's probably likely to be Trossard to Rashford. And then minus four, rich yeah. to Kane. And then Captain Ireland. I actually don't mind
0: that. Yeah, I don't mind that I'm behind the eight ball but I think you're going for two attacking players and two probably attacking players that have a lot of upside as well so I like that so it's never too
2: yeah. late to right your wrongs so a million times last year <laughs> man, that's good that's good to know I'm also starting um, starting Bueno instead of Ben White yeah because I feel like Wolves oh interesting Wolves are... so double video on um, Arsenal yeah I, I I just, yeah I don't want an Arsenal I want a yeah, if I had a better bench option, I'd probably drop Marcinelli as well. But, um, but yeah. yeah, so I've got, yeah, left Benoit on the bench.
0: Now that is fair. I'm actually, for me this week, I think... It's just a bad week for defenders, uh, especially in the double fixtures. Like, I could definitely see goals in pretty much all the fixtures, which sucks for people that own like Shaw and obviously a City asset and Spurs assets. But I just think that, you know, there's going to be goals in all those fixtures. I think clean sheets are going to be very few um, this week. I think Trippy is probably the best chance at a clean sheet this week and possibly a Liverpool asset. But, yeah, I think this is going to be the week for the attackers this week. Um, well, that wraps up our pod for this week. I'd like to thank you again for coming on, Tommy, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure.
2: Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, really enjoyed it. and It's been good chatting some football. No, definitely. And, um, yeah,
0: I'm glad you enjoyed the randomness uh, towards the end of the pod that we do every week. <laughs> but um, for all of our socials, head over to twi- our Twitter at FPLMHoz, um, Demos West Ham Propaganda, at FPL West Ham, and you'll find yours is it at FPL Roo. Is that right, Tommy? Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah. I've yep.
0: got um, yeah, Twitter, YouTube, and, and TikTok. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, head over to his Twitter page. I think he has all his links for his YouTube as well. He does his weekly YouTube videos. So definitely go check him out. Give him a follow. Subscribe to his channel. Um, I tune in. He has some... Definitely great analysis. Um, he sort of has a bit more time than me for that analysis stuff, so I rely on people like told me to sort of get that last bit of information for myself. So, yeah, definitely go check him out. Um, you'll find our um, podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. should be up tomorrow sometime. Um, I'll be doing the editing in the morning, so, yeah, it'll be up tomorrow. And, um, yeah, head over to Facebook as well. We've got um, a, a little Facebook group on there. Feel free to join um, Just you know, usually do threads and stuff, and we're also doing a watch-along uh, this weekend, which will be on uh, our YouTube channel as well. We'll be doing the watch-along for the Manchester City and Manchester United derby. I'm not sure whether Damo will be awake for it, but um, I am sort of <laughs> going to be uh, awake for it, and we're going to have FPL eyes on as well, and possibly Matt Day, depending on um, whether he makes it or not. But, yeah, there's going to be at least one Manchester United supporter and one Manchester City supporter are on the watch along. So we'll put the links up on our page and definitely tune in. It'll be a bit of a laugh. It's usually pretty funny if FPL Eyes is a funny fella. So, yeah, it could be interesting. You might see the emotions of a Manchester United supporter with optimism for the first 20 minutes and then crash mm-hmm. and burn for the last half of that game. So. Definitely worth tuning in, but we'll be back next week with another podcast. We're not sure whether it'll be an audio or a video, it'll just depend on obviously uh, how much time we have. But yeah, if it's any last minute pods, it'll probably be a video pod on YouTube, but we'll put the links up on our page and let you know. But till then, good luck, and hopefully, it's another green arrow for all of our managers.